Hello, I'm Pastor Jimmy Smith, and welcome again to Lake Galilee Baptist Church. We're thankful for this another wonderful opportunity to teach the Bible, to share the Bible, a book that I love. We're in the Gospel of St. John, and we're in chapter 1. And let's pick up today in verse 6. St. John, chapter 1, and verse 6. And the Bible says, There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. And we see uh, John, we know that this is John the Baptist, the relative, earthly relative to uh, Jesus. And we see that he's sent from God. He's sent by God, that God had placed a calling upon him. And as we think about that, we all have a calling Everyone does not have the same assignment, but we're saved and we are to work out our salvation, not work for salvation, but because we are saved. God has assigned our hands, our heart, our mind to work to do. We all have at least one spiritual gift. No one has them all. And the spiritual gift is designed to be exercised so that God is glorified, and the saints are edified. And so we thank God for the work that God has given us to do. It's not that we have to serve. We get to serve. God certainly does not need us. And what an honor it is to be on his team. And so the assignment is to be faithful and to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and permit the Spirit of God to aid in the development of the gift so that when we serve, we may serve with excellence as we serve an excellent God, empowered by the Spirit of God. And so we see this here in St. John chapter 1, verse 6. There was a man sent, a man sent from God. Beloved, you and I, may you and I be able to say the same thing. May you and I grow to the place spiritually where we're able to say that God has commissioned me to serve in this particular capacity, that God has gifted me to serve in this particular service, this particular work, this particular assignment. And we know that we're growing in grace when we're able to come to that place of understanding. And let me go further and say, God is the person handing out the assignments too often a uh, mother looks at their child and say, uh, this is what God wants you to do. Mother don't know that. She does not know that. God is the person. St. John chapter 16, verse 13, we see the Holy Spirit is the guide. And so there are some things that people cannot tell us. Uh, there are some things that only God can tell us. And you and I, we have the uh, charge to keep we have to get close to God, to walk with the Lord, to permit the Spirit of God to teach us the Bible and to bring the Bible back to our remembrance so that we may walk in the footprints of Jesus and get close to God and be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. That's how it's done. That's how it works according to the Word of God. And so what a great verse again there in St. John, St. John chapter 1. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. What was his assignment? Note there, verse 7, the same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. In verse 7, we see his assignment. His assignment 
was to evangelize. Now we understand that there are some uh, spiritual assignments that we all have to do from the standpoint to witness. That certainly is one. We all have the charge to share the gospel. And I ask you, beloved, who will be in heaven because of God using your voice? Who will be in heaven because of your obedience in the study of the word of God? Your obedience to walking with the Lord. For many times a person cannot, will not come to Christ because they're not convinced that we know him. Uh, by the way we behave, by the way we carry on, the way we speak, etc., etc. When we talk about witnessing, when we talk about evangelism, God wants to use all of us as we think about the people in our lives, people that we have influence with, people who love us, people who enjoy being around us. Uh, let me encourage you to ask them a question. And that question is, say, how do you know you're going to heaven? And their answer will reveal if they're saved or not. And don't be surprised. You're going to hear a number of things because the devil is on his job sharing false teaching, false doctrine, poison, erroneous teaching. And uh, I've heard over the years people have said, well, I was born in the church. I've been in church my whole life. Beloved, that is not the biblical answer. Or they'll say, well, I, 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 um, I sung in the choir for years. I stood at the door as an usher for years. Uh, I'm the pastor. Uh, that's the wrong answer. Uh, I sung in the choir. It goes on and on and on. It's possible that people are religious but do not know God. It's possible that people following their family or their loved ones or their friends and they find themselves in a good place. The church ought to be a good place and find themselves in a good place and uh, find that they enjoy the theatrics that may occur at that particular location and they find that they want to be a part of it. People are going to hell from the pew of the church. People are going to hell from the pulpit of the church. Church membership does not save my soul. Only Jesus, only Jesus. The word of God is clear, it is crystal. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come unto the Father but by me. The word of God says, if I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And so we see here that John, he sent, and John is clear concerning his biblical, spiritual assignment. Beloved, one of the reasons why we're actively engaged in the study of God's word, and I hope and I pray and I encourage that we're actively engaged in the study of God's word every day. You know, we talk to some of our friends every day, every other day, et cetera, et cetera. And yet without God, we can do nothing. And in him, we live and move and have our being. If there's anyone that I, I need to talk to, you know, to have that kind of spirit, to have that kind of attitude, I, I have to talk to the Lord. Hold it. Wait a minute. I, I have to spend time with God, that God may lead me and guide me and give me my marching orders for today so that God may strengthen me. I have to pray to him because he's a God who's able to hear and answer prayer. If there's anyone, beloved, and may we develop a sense of urgency concerning Christian education. 
and spiritual devotion unto the Lord. Because God has something to say. He wants to work in my heart, work in my life. And, and John knew that. He knew that. What a, what a beautiful passage here. What a beautiful statement. Not only do we see it, but also it is convicting. And we're able to say, me too, Lord. Lord, me too. Not just John, but Lord, save me. And Lord, use me. I pray that we have the passion. We have the drive. We have the burden. We have the desire to be used of the Lord and do those things that will matter when I see him. Amen. As a believer in Jesus Christ. Note there again, verse 7. The same came for a witness, to be a witness of the light that all men through him might believe. I love that verse because it speaks to us concerning our business, concerning why we're here, concerning why God has given another day's journey, concerning why we have met the people that we've met, concerning why he wants us to uh, serve and how he wants us to serve and what he wants us to say. And beloved, I'm being redundant. I'm trying to drive the point home, and I ask you the question again. Who will be in heaven because of the Holy Spirit using your voice in the clear, bold concise articulation of the gospel, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We have someone to talk about. You know, people love to brag on their favorite sports team. There's nothing wrong with that. When am I going to brag about Jesus? Amen. And that's what he says here in verse 7. I'm having a hard time getting away from it because it's too important and we're so far from it. So far from it. Note there, verse 7. The same came for a witness. To bear witness of what? Of the light that all men through him might believe. Verse 8. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. I, I like verse 8. John says, I'm not the light. John says, I'm not the Savior. He says, I'm just the voice. I'm just the preacher. I'm just the proclaimer. I'm just the servant. And what an honor it is to be on the Lord's team doing those things that will matter for all of eternity. I love that. He, he says, I'm not the light. I'm not sharing my opinion. I'm not sharing my wisdom. I'm not sharing what I think, how I feel. Never mind me. I'm talking about the true light. I'm talking about God. I'm talking about the Savior. And so the preacher is given the charge to keep I have a God to glorify. It's given the charge to preach and to teach the word of God and nothing else. Amen. And I say to you, if you're sitting under any Bible teacher, any preacher, and you're conflicted, you're confused, you have the right. If they expect you to sit there and listen to them, you have the right to say, oh, excuse me, 
Where is that in the Bible? Stop a lot of nonsense that we hear. Excuse me, can you show me that in the Bible? Because the charge to keep is to talk about the light. The charge to keep is to share the word of God, nothing else. And we're living in an era where we are far from it, even in the house of God. And so I love this verse, verse 8. He was not that light. John says, I'm not the light. I'm sent to bear witness of the light and note the period. Oh, we need that. We need that. We don't need nonsense. We don't need great orators. We don't need clever, well-written speeches. We need the word of God. We need the Bible. We don't need showmanship. We don't need entertainment. We need the Bible. The Bible, the Bible, the Bible. And may the Bible's voice be the loudest voice that we hear. Not what mother said, not what aunt said, not what the uncle said, not what the friend said, not what the teacher said, but what the word of God. Amen. The word of God. Come back to the Bible, back to the Bible. The great need of the hour, the great need of the day. And if 2021 is going to be a blessed, a blessed year. In our life, it will be because of a choice to follow the word of God. Let me, let me prove that. I'm deviating from my original, but I feel so led as I seek to emphasize and is such a great need. Note the text. Here we are in Proverbs and chapter 3. What a great passage, a familiar passage to Bible readers in Proverbs chapter 3. Let's begin in verse 1. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. Why? Verse 2. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Note that, the very thing I want. I want longevity of life. I want peace. Note there, verse 3. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the word, and the word was manifested in the flesh and walked among us. The best thing going is the Holy Bible, is the word of God. And so we see further, note here, verse 3, Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. Verse 4. Verse 4. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. What a great text. What a great text. And so, John, I, I, I love this passage uh, here in John, John chapter 
1 and, and verse 8, he, uh, verse 7, he, he, he says that I come to bear witness of the light. He says, I'm not the light, I'm just a voice. I'm just a voice, if you will, crying in the wilderness. What a great text. So I, I have to read it again. Uh, let's go further. Uh, verse 7 and 8, and then let's go further. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. Verse 8, he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that life. What a good life. What an honor. To preach the word of God. To try to live right and to seek to be a blessing to people. What a good life. Verse 9. It says, that was the true light. That lighteth every man that come into the world. The gospel of Jesus Christ, the grace of God that brings salvation hath appeared to all men. There'll be no one who will say, Lord, I didn't know. I didn't know. No one told me. God, who is fear, who is holy, who is just, he will see to it. He certainly knows where all of humanity is at. After all, he's the one providing the oxygen. But the thing about it is, God is using the church of Jesus Christ. Too many are sleeping giants. Not sharing our faith. Ashamed of the Lord. Ashamed to bow our head in public and even to pray over our food, to give evidence that we have a relationship with the living God. May we share with our family members. May we share with our co-workers. May we share with our foe that Jesus saves. Evangelism is not an outdated function, an outdated word. I'm saved today because of a person who shared with me the message of the gospel and literally rescued my soul and my life. Who will be in heaven, beloved, because of your obedience? Because of your obedience. Many are ashamed of the Lord. We, we love him in church. But after the benediction, I don't know the man. I whisper, I don't want to be caught talking about God in the world. They're going to look at me funny. I'm going to lose some folk. Beloved, let's, let's set that aside. Let's, let's grow beyond that. God is worth talking about. The death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ is worth yelling about shouting about a holy God is the wrong person to be ashamed of be ashamed of your sin but not of a holy God in whom we live and move and have our being and so again as we consider verse 9 that was the true 
light, which lighteth every man that come into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him. We saw on yesterday in John 1, 1, Genesis 1, 1, uh, Colossians 1, 16, we saw that Jesus is the creator, as we think of God, is the creator. We believe in one God who eternally exists in three persons, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And, and we see the beauty of creation. We see the might of God, the sovereignty of God, the ownership of God as he spoke, and it was. God who hung the globe on nothing and told it to stay there. How could we be ashamed of him? <laughs> How could we? Be ashamed of, of an omnipotent, sovereign God. We're able to walk, talk, feel, see, hear right now because of his grace and his mercy. He's the wrong person to be ashamed of. He's the person to talk about the goodness of God, the grace of God, the mercy of God, the providence of God, the sovereignty of God. He's the person to yell about, to rejoice about and to pass it on. Why? Because the masses are on their way to hell and the church in many places too often is a great sleeping giant. We want to talk about we had good service. We had good service. The choir sung. The pastor preached. We had good service and then we leave the house of God and we act like we don't even know the man. And so we see here again in verse 10, he was in the world. And the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. The masses are on their way to hell. May it be said, beloved, that the people that were around, they know about the saving knowledge of Jesus. May it be said that when we go to the family reunion, that the people already know that they're going to hear again about the grace of God. May you and I not be secret disciples. But may our life reveal that we're godly. And may our words also reveal that we know him. And have a relationship with him. And that's what John says as he speaks to us. As we see the introduction of this servant. A mighty man of God. We, we thank God. For him, note the verse 11, he came unto his own and his own received him not. Sometimes the family members will refute our God, but we share just the same. Jesus' brothers didn't recognize him and he had some sisters and there was trouble. That's the journey. The devil will see to it. That's the journey. But we stay the course. Why? Because of the person that we're serving. We're so thankful that God is faithful to us. Moment by moment, he gives us fresh oxygen. Aren't you glad? Thank you, Lord. And so help us, help us, Lord, to be found faithful in your service. What a good God, what a great God, what an honor it is to serve the Lord. Amen. And I thank you.